0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Colonel Talks Fashion. This is Rachel Courtney.
1: And this is Rachel Porter.
0: And today I'm so excited about the guest. I have been watching her videos (laughs) since high school, so it's pretty crazy that we're getting to talk to her right now. But Layla, do you want to introduce yourself?
2: Hi, I had no idea that you've been watching my videos for (laughs) that long. Oh my God.
0: Hi, I'm Layla. Thank you guys so much for having me it's so funny i in high school i went to scad camp and one of my friends was like you need to check out this youtuber she goes to scad and i think you'll really like her so i watched your videos and then i don't know how but i think it was when you went to fashion week with trey and i saw you on trey's instagram and i was like oh my gosh
2: (laughs) yeah he he told me about you then too he was like one of my friends like knows you from youtube and i was like what
0: oh my god (laughs) Oh yeah, that's so cute. Okay. Rachel. <laughs> uh, talk about um
2: where you're from. So I'm from Savannah, Georgia. I was born and raised here. Um, it's, I'm here right now too because of the virus. And yeah, it's I uh, I don't know how to describe Savannah. It's like um a little bit artsy because SCAD is here and SCAD was founded here, so that's good. But there's also still like non progressive part of savannah too like not so artsy and more preppy and
1: not really that creative so yeah i heard it's like i've only been once when i was little but i used to be obsessed with charleston like charleston was like my dream college um so i heard it's kind of like a version of charleston in a way. it is yeah I
2: think
1: they're like sister cities I think. yeah
0: what makes but- you want to go to the atlanta location versus like the savannah location
2: so actually, my freshman year, I went to Georgia State, and I I liked it because I met like a lot of people. I actually met Trey, who you also had on the podcast, um, and yeah, it was a good experience. But I knew I always wanted to do fashion, and I really loved the city of Atlanta. I didn't really want to be in my hometown, so that's why I decided to transfer to the Atlanta campus of SCAD.
1: Okay, why yeah, I didn't did you know there was Atlanta campus? i so sorry, Rachel. <laughs> I was gonna say, what
0: made you like leave Georgia State and go to an art school? So
2: my original plan was always going to SCAD. Like I wanted to go to state first and do my core classes. But then I realized that fashion is a very fast paced industry. And I was like, I don't really wanna like spend two or three years at Georgia State where I can just go ahead and go to SCAD and like start my fashion career. So yeah, it was just a matter of like really wanting to go ahead and like get my foot in the door
1: what is it like going to SCAD? Like, because we go to such a big Southern state school, I've always wondered what it's like going to more of like a liberal arts, um, like artistic type of college, like how that experience differs from ours.
2: Yeah, it's really different. Because I did have like the Georgia State experience, which is also different from like other colleges too. But SCAD is like obviously much smaller. So I want to, it was like a little bit harder to make friends at first because, there isn't like, you know, sororities or like, there are some clubs, but they're not like super popular. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a challenging school. However, like now I'm in my I'm about to be a senior. So I'm in my finishing my junior year now. Um, and I've met a ton of new people. So that's good. Like this past year, I've met a lot of good people at SCAD And it's just really cool that, you know, if you want to work on a project, you can find like a photographer, a graphic designer, fashion designer, like, all in your classroom,
0: and that's, like, really cool. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you're majoring in design, right?
2: Yes. How has that been? Um, it has not been easy, <laughs> but I have definitely, like, learned a lot. I would say there are, there were times at SCAD where I, like, I've definitely had my fair share of crying, um, you know, just getting really frustrated and stuff, but in the end, like, I, I really have learned so much. And it's so cool that, like, my professors are so talented. I have a professor who has – he's based in um, London, so he's in Atlanta now. But he has, like, designed stuff for Gigi Hadid, like, Rita Ora, like, all these people. And I'm like, you're my professor sitting in my classroom right now. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> That's what? That's insane. Yeah. How was it learning virtually if you had a design?
2: Mm, Yeah, that has also been another struggle, and more tears have been shed. Um, But it it is a way to like show us how we can push our abilities and be more creative. I've had to, well, luckily I do have a sewing machine, but some people don't have that because at SCAD they provide that stuff for us. So people are having to learn how to hand sew or maybe like staple things together just for our projects.
0: Was a lot of your classes like studio based?
2: Yeah, there are like some lecture classes, but those are like I have a business to fashion class right now and that's more like lecture, but most of them are studio and yeah, they're pretty
0: challenging. They're like two and a half hour classes. Yeah, a lot of the people I know that go to SCAD they went somewhere else to do their core classes because it is so expensive. Mm -hmm. And then once they start getting in their major classes, then they'll transfer to SCAD.
2: Exactly. Yeah. But SCAD also has a thing. They're they're called foundation classes and they're like SCAD versions of core classes. So I have to, I had to take like drawing one, drawing two, life drawing, and those were also really challenging. Um, I have to take like four different credits of art history, like 2D design, color theory. So it's a little bit different than just like your basic English and math and stuff. You still have to take at scad but i want to say you only take like one take it one time
1: um what is it like going to school um, in the city like is scad in downtown atlanta it's located
2: in midtown atlanta but the thing about scad atlanta campus is that you definitely have to be willing to like branch yourself out and go to events that are like going on in the city not just scad based because i think that's how you meet other creatives in Atlanta and that's what I've done this past year and it's definitely helped me build like my friend circle and build connections
0: so talk about your YouTube channel and how you started YouTube okay sure so I
2: actually made my first YouTube video in high school and I put it on private and I was just like really nervous I didn't want anyone to see it only like two of my best friends saw it because they helped me film it and for, like, two years, I never did anything with it. And then my after I graduated high school that summer, I, like, started it again and finally released it to, like, the public, I guess. And, yeah, I've been doing it ever since. So I guess it's, whoa, it's almost three years. That's so weird. But, yeah, I've just been making, like, beauty fashion videos, maybe some vlogs, like, from SCAD, um, eating healthy, just, like, a mix of that type of stuff.
0: How have you, like – seen it grow because you have a lot of subscribers now
2: yeah it's been weird I guess in the beginning it was definitely it's always harder I think in the beginning to grow and you definitely get discouraged like I would always want to be like yeah I don't really feel like doing this anymore because it's not growing but then I have to think like is that really the reason why I'm doing this like no I really like actually making this content editing it and then I started thinking that way and as I started thinking that way, then it grew not more naturally than having to like force it.
1: For sure. I think because I always wanted to get into YouTube, like I attempted it so many times, but I think I was just so in my head that I just wasn't really being myself like in the video. And I just was like, I can't do this because I'm just so in my head. And I think back then it was more scary because not many people were like doing it. But I think now we live in a, time where everyone does youtube and it's like not really looked down upon
2: for sure i definitely agree it's definitely hard to talk in front of a camera
1: it's so hard for me to do that i don't know why i'm like why are you acting like that i know (laughs) i'm like that's not you that's why i like the podcast because it's just a conversation and i know i'm not being filmed but (laughs) i have a hard time with that on video but i think people who do youtube videos are so cool and like have confidence to do that because it takes a lot of work and I was looking at your YouTube and it's really good
2: thank you it was definitely uh, it took me like months to finally get like 100% comfortable and even sometimes I still like mess up and there's it's not
1: in the video like I'll say something really stupid and cringy but I don't put it in the video (laughs) yeah I would just catch myself being just cringe I'm like okay (laughs) we are not posting that um so what do you have favorite YouTubers that kind of inspired you to start your YouTube? Oh,
2: I kind of think I definitely grew up on YouTube. Like, I didn't mention this, but I used to make YouTube music videos, like oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> went, like back in like I don't even know twenty or two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Um. And I actually, like, had, had 400 subscribers back then. Wow. But I, that channel's like, long gone. Um, but I guess just I don't really know who inspired me to initially start. I think just, like, watching a, a mix of people and just thinking, oh, like, this would be really fun to do.
1: For sure. And I always enjoy watching videos about college experiences. Like, I remember when I was still deciding where to go, it's nice to have people explain what their college is actually like. Yeah, for sure. Because I think you get more of, like, an insight about it. Um, So is it hard juggling YouTube with school at all or being a designer?
2: Yes, it is. Um, I definitely have, like, slacked a little bit with posting just because life has gotten, like, really busy. Um, I'm trying to, like, get back into it, especially, like, with this quarantine. I was like, oh, like, I'm definitely going to post so much. But it's been hard, you know, obviously, like, on our mental health and stuff. Mm. And during school, I would always try to make it a point to film once a week and then post once a week. So I started doing that. Um, I was really good about it last year, but this year it's gotten harder. You know, each year of college, I would, would say it gets a little bit harder, especially in your major. So yeah, it has been hard, but my goal is to just keep it up and keep doing it the best I can. But also I believe in like quality over quantity.
0: Right. Mm-hmm too, so yeah. Do you see yourself continuing YouTube, like, after you graduate?
2: I think so, yeah. I think that I could have, like, a lot of really interesting content, like how to how I got a job after I graduated or day in my life of working this fashion job. And I think sometimes that's really interesting because we don't really see a lot of, like, what goes on behind the scenes. So So
0: tell us how you started um, your clothing brand and how that was, just, like, starting it. Like, what made you get the idea? of doing it. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So
2: two summers ago, okay. Have you ever had like a, This sounds strange, but like an idea in your head, but you don't really know what it is yet. Like you just have this feeling. I want to say it's like a creative feeling inside that you want to do something, but you don't know exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, for like weeks during this summer, I was in home in Savannah and I just thought, what is this that I want to do? I couldn't tell, like I always wanted to be a fashion designer and I was already in school. at SCAD, but I just kept thinking, okay, do I want to do something with my YouTube or do I want to make like a magazine? I just didn't know what it was. And then finally one night it was like three in the morning and I was like writing names of what I want a clothing line to be. And I was sketching ideas, doing all this stuff. So that's really where it started. And then that fall, I ended up, Making the business, like doing all the business stuff. So, making an LLC, opening a business account, doing all of the like boring work, quote unquote, and then getting that out of the way. So, then I would have the creative stuff to look forward to. And then it took me like almost a year later. So, this past October is when I first launched like the first collection because throughout that process, I realized really how hard it is to create a clothing line and. That's when I decided to first start in the direction of like upcycling. So that's been really fun. And I thought that was super relevant because sustainability is so, you know, we really need that right now and saving the world and all that. So I thought that would be a good first step.
1: Do you have a website for it or is
2: it yes. Instagram? Okay. What's yes. the website? Um, It's buy-layla.com. Mm-hmm.
0: So, was your first drop all, like, one-of-a-kind pieces then? Yes.
2: Um, they were all – the first collection, I want to say, it was, like, 15, 15 pieces. And then I had some T-shirts that I also um, designed the graphic. And then I have a friend in Atlanta who prints T-shirts. So, it was, like, all locally done in Atlanta. But everything else was thrifted and upcycled, so I would, like, add – like uh, embroidery or um, airbrush it, um, add like vinyl panels into like jeans and stuff. So yeah, but I want to say like my my inspiration changes all
0: the time
1: though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense too. <laughs> For sure, I definitely my style changes like every year.
0: Yeah, right.
1: And who knows what it's gonna be like in the the next couple of months? Um, but with that being said, like how long does it take you? to make, I don't know, an outfit. I don't know how, like, I personally don't know how design works, so.
2: Yeah, so I can walk you through it. So, because yeah, I didn't it. know either. Like, before I went to SCAD, I mean, they have really have taught me, like, so much. So, basically, obviously, first, well, first they say you need to create a concept. So, I've been, like, in my concept classes, like, learning how to source images and color, uh, color boards and fabric stories and stuff like that. Do so you want to create like a concept first? And now this is if you're creating a collection. Because you can just, you know, get a pen and paper and sketch an idea. And then once you start sketching your ideas, that's when you okay, like everyone has a different process. I'm just gonna walk you through, I guess, what I've been taught. Um, but then you so after you create your sketch, then you have to create a pattern, which is basically like a blueprint for an outfit. So it's like different shapes and measurements that's really, really important like different math you have to figure out um like grading stuff for like different sizes after you create a pattern you then make like a sample and you use a fabric called muslin which is like a neutral color um, neutral fabric that you make your sample out of so then you can see what it will look like on the body and then after your muslin you will go back in and like add anything or fix anything you need to do and then make the final outfit so all of that could take like a pretty long time but like actually last night um because I'm still in school right now I, I don't finish for another two weeks oh
0: wow.
2: um yeah it's been a lot but um last night I made a dress so like I finished a dress in like a few hours which I wouldn't have been able to do that a few months ago but now I've like had the practice to do that
1: yeah because I always watch What's that fashion show on Netflix? It's like a competition. Has anyone seen Next oh, in Fashion? Oh, yes. Next in Fashion. I watch, I watch shows like that, and I'm just, like, amazed by how they make all that stuff in, like, five hours.
2: I'm amazed by that, too. Like, honestly, that is my goal one day. Like, Project Runway. Like, yeah. I don't... Yeah. It's crazy how they just
1: make... Yeah, I agree. It's really crazy. I just feel like my hands would go numb. Like, I just... I don't know how you all do it. I don't even know how to sew. So I think it's so cool when people make their own clothes, especially that you're trying to make it more sustainable too. I think that's like the next shift in fashion, hopefully. Mm, definitely. So I definitely. think that's really, really cool. Do you have like, what would you say is your aesthetic for your brand?
2: Um, I want to say it's like changing, but right now I say I'm definitely really inspired by different eras, like especially 90s, early 2000s. Definitely like giving a mood when you see an outfit. Like I really love like the nostalgic feeling Mm -hmm. of when I see outfits and I get like a vibe from it. So yeah, that's what I want to try to create is like mood pieces.
1: I completely am obsessed with, like, the 90s and 2000s now. I just think it's so iconic. And I think, like, the pieces from that era really show personalities really well. I agree, yes. And I feel like th- all the pieces from that era flatter everyone. Like, they flatter all different types of, like, body shapes and skin color. I just think it looks good on everyone. I'm um, sure. And it's very artistic and very, like, bling. I really like it.
2: Me too. I, I- loved bling and sparkly things. <laughs>
1: yes for sure
0: what would be like a day in the life like at school would you um do your classes and then work on YouTube and um your brand like when you would get home or how did that work
2: so I oh my gosh like it would be so busy I've tried to make schedules for myself honestly I think I thrive when I'm more busy honestly because when I have nothing to do it's like I don't want to do it yeah, so oh, I've I learned think. that even though I live this stressful, busy life, I kind of like like it in a way. You like of um, it. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yes, during the week, um, I like last qu- so I go by quarter system, so it's like ten week long quarters. Um, so this past quarter, or sorry, last quarter, I had Monday through Thursday classes. So after I would finish class. I would go to the gym because i really into fitness also. Like, you know, it also is like sort of like meditation for me to know that I'm like doing something good. And then I would finish homework and then I would try to work on the clothing line. And then on the weekends is when I would try to do YouTube. So I would always try to edit and upload on the same day on Sundays. But I'm thinking that like now once life goes back to a little bit normal, I'm probably going to change my schedule a little bit like prioritize because I do like being busy but not stressed
1: Mm -hmm. I think this time is going to teach like a lot of people that like prioritize maybe your mental health a little more Mm -hmm, for sure so hard on ourselves
2: yeah definitely
1: because it's fun to be busy but it can be very unhealthy once it's it's starting to affect you much (laughs) you um so where do you see yourself after college since you only have one year left?
2: Yeah. Oh, it's so crazy because like this summer I was um, planning to have an internship and all of this stuff that was supposed to go this way and all of that. But obviously like this virus has changed the course of all of our lives and it's like become like a domino effect. So I honestly do not know like what's going to happen after I graduate, but I hope that I will be able to get a job, you know, maybe working with someone or an internship with a designer, but I also always want to keep my own brand like alive too. Mm -hmm. I would say maybe not like full collections every season, but you know, maybe a piece here, a piece there and build up like working in the industry and knowing like the ins and outs. And then one day like focusing on my brand and,
1: having that flourish hopefully. For sure this is I just got sidetracked when you said the collection thing I forgot to ask this but I always just wonder when people um, make their own clothing lines and like websites and stuff um, for things that you physically make when people order it how many things do you have to make or do you just have one at first and then you'll keep making it? So for the first collection
2: everything was one of one. Okay. Except for the t-shirts that I had so, everything was one of one. It would have, like, the size of what this item was. And I tried to have, like, a s- different sizes for every type of body. So, and I had also, it was, like, kind of unisex. So, a guy could order this, a girl could order that. But now I'm getting into more, like, made-to-order, which I think is still, like, a sustainable way of – having a clothing line so right now I'm actually working on swimsuits, which has been really fun So uh, I'm really excited yeah so that's all gonna be like made to order I'm gonna go ahead and make like um have some like in stock already in different sizes but as the orders come in I will just make them to which size they would like
1: cool that's so fun I'm probably will definitely order one
0: I oh, no! I'm excited.
1: Yay. I know. They'll be cute. What
0: um. was your internship in Atlanta this summer? So it was,
2: so I didn't have like 100% yes, but we were in the works of talking about um, me going to New York and interning for Kim Shuey, um, who I interned for, for this past fashion week and the fashion week in the fall. And yeah, I was really excited to go there. my, other friend had an internship with paper magazine and we were thinking about like getting an apartment together for the summer. But you know, I think New York New York is like completely shut down right now.
1: Yeah, we were all we were supposed to be there this summer too. So
2: um, I mean wouldn't that have just been the
1: best summer ever? Like we would have been driving. That like, would have
2: been like amazing. But I
1: mean it's been the turning point for our life. But yeah. everything has been Teresa and I keep telling myself that. Like You're
2: right, you're right. And maybe like like people hiring will know that we went through this and they'll yeah understand. Yeah, I think so.
1: Okay. So
0: tell me about fashion week because it from your Instagram stories and everything, it looks like you had the best time.
2: Oh my gosh. Okay. So the, the first time I went was the best. Time. I mean, honestly, like the best time I've ever had in my life. I'm not even joking. Like it was, it, it's also because I didn't have really any expectations. And I think that when, when you do that, everything is just 10 times better when you don't really know what to expect um I booked my flight like a week before fashion week and I had been talking to Trey about um you know if should I go should I not and he convinced me and I flew out there now before well sorry before I flew out there I had emailed Kim Shuey and I was like I already said that I was going to be in New York um I I had I wasn't going to be in New York yet but I already said that I was going to be there and I was like. I would love to help, and they're like, "Send me your resume, please, and your availability." So I did that, and they're like, "Okay, come in, th- uh, Tuesday, September six, I think, something like that." And I was like, "All right, like, here I go." So I booked my flight, I landed in New York, went to the meeting, and immediately it was like thrown into the work already. I thought it was going to be like an interview. It, it wasn't, it was like model fitting right then and there. And like, I stayed there for like six hours and yeah. then, yeah, it was just like a really fun experience. I think I worked almost every day that I was there and it was just like model fittings. So models would co- like a hundred models would come in throughout the day and we would like have to help put garments on them and fit them. And the stylist would be like, Oh, put this outfit with this outfit. Um, I even got to hand sew some buttons that went on the runway. So that was really cool and exciting. Um, And then, yeah, we went to like some different parties. We got to see Frank Ocean in person, which... That's rare. Yeah, it was just like not real. Um, And then I somehow... Rihanna. Yes, so I somehow got my way into the Fenty show. Now I didn't get to see like actually I wasn't sitting in the crowd but I was backstage and I got to watch it on the TV backstage and it was just like very surreal like also you couldn't use your phone because it was a um Amazon event so they made everyone put stickers over their front camera and the back camera and cuz you weren't allowed to like record the show at all so it was very like live in this moment like this moment is for myself because I I did see Rihanna. I talked to her. She touched me, but like I don't have any proof of that. Which, it's it's fine to me because I have that moment for myself. But like in this day and age, everyone is like, picks Pixar picks didn't happen," kind of thing.
1: Yeah. But I'd be so nervous to talk to
2: Rihanna. <laughs> it was like, yeah. I think I like blacked out. I just saw her and I just knew I had to say
0: something. <laughs> you know, like, whenever you go to these events and like have these opportunities, do you ever get like? really nervous and feel like, okay, what do I do now? Yes.
2: Um, when I was in that moment, I definitely felt like a little white girl just back here. Just, (laughs) I just felt like very small, seriously, because, um, I was with like these, um, next to these important people, but you just have to like fake it till you make it. Like if you pretend that you're as important as they are, then what do they know? And then one day you do become that.
1: Mm -hmm. that's what Trey always told like he was telling us when he went to New York Fashion Week he's like I just acted like I belonged there and nobody said anything
2: yeah that's another thing we did I was with Trey actually we like got into this Tom Brown VIP party and we're with like these celebrities and their uh, Bergdorf's like in New York on the sixth floor because we just walked in like what can they say like we just acted like we're supposed to be there and there was like free champagne and like models and all this stuff and we were just like this is crazy
1: (laughs) I think it's funny because we're all from the south so when we like go to something like that we're like oh my god yeah but then you have to like act cool you know Mm -hmm. because like you don't want to make it like you're not supposed to be there yeah, but deep down inside, we're, like, oh, my God. Yeah. For like, I went to New York for the first time. I know this is crazy. The first time I've ever been was in January, and I just felt, like, such a tourist because I was walking. I mean, I was a tourist when we were there, but I was, like, oh, my God, like, I, I know. Chill out. I was, like, this is not real. Like, I'm just from Kentucky. Like, this isn't, like, no, <laughs> this is real. Um, yeah, but it's crazy, like, just that just being in New York is just a good like energy do you see yourself ever living there
2: yes 100% um I think probably after graduation like we'll just see probably maybe not like right away for the first few months but I definitely would see myself moving there like maybe in that that fall after I graduate or something
1: for sure hopefully everything will be back to normal but yeah I really mm -hmm. hope so I'm sure I think you're gonna be really successful I can like feel it
2: Oh, thank you. let <laughs> looks like
1: manifest it. I feel yes. like um so what who inspires you in fashion? Like we talked about YouTube you kind of just, you know, changes, but do you have a certain fashion designer or maybe um celebrity I like fashion icon that mm-hmm. kind of got you into this or even like a family member?
2: Yeah, so my first memory of fashion is like playing with Bratz dolls and playing on, like, Barbie.com, like, the My Scene games. and like
1: oh yeah. Yes,
2: like, dressing. I still, like, like to play them sometimes. But um, I also really loved That So Raven. Like, that was my favorite show. And I remember she was, like, kind of a fashion designer. She would, like, make her own clothes, and her style was amazing. And I remember – okay, you know the game M.A.S.H.? Yes. Okay, so I would always, like, put fashion designer as, like, number one of my, like, career – Um, Yes, that's just where my first memory comes from, and then I also, in high school, I went to an art high school, and we actually had a fashion show, so it's called Junk to Funk, and you had to make the clothing out of unconventional materials, so I designed two years in a row. Um, I made like a four-piece collection out of ace bandages, like a parachute, um, like rope, thread, different stuff that you wouldn't normally use. So that was like my first time really designing and like making stuff. And I really just like fell in love with it. And then um, going into now, I've definitely become so much more educated on the fashion industry and different designers and history. Um, So now I would say my current favorite designers are Vivian Westwood and Alexander McQueen. I just love their stuff. And I definitely have such a mood when you look at their Pieces, mm-hmm. And I think they both of them really like changed the fashion world and their designs are so innovative and out there and shocking. And I really love that too. Like the shock factor, mm-hmm. um, obviously like Dior and Chanel are my favorites too, as of like luxury brands. And then for like smaller brands, um, Kim Shui, which is what, which is why I emailed her in the first place mm-hmm. because I like, really loved her stuff. And then also, if you guys have heard of Danielle Guzio. Yes. Our stuff is so cool. And, like, one day I hope to have, like, a team where I can, like, make stuff like that. Because right now it's hard, like, being a one-person designer um, and not really having, like, a huge budget to, to, like, have a manufacturer, like, make my stuff for me. But one day, you know, that would be really cool to have, like, a team in Italy or something to, like, make my stuff
0: (laughs) So tell the listeners where they can follow you and like what your website is.
2: Yeah. So my website is by dash Layla, dot com, And then my Instagram, my personal Instagram is Layla Katerina. And then my shop Instagram is shop.bylayla. And then my YouTube as well is Layla Katerina.
1: Yay. Go check her out guys. Thank you.
0: And then we end every episode with a life hack. Okay. Um,
2: my life hack is to not care what people think about you. Because once you stop caring, life is so different. Like if you, <laughs> I've had like people say, oh, how do you pull this off? How do you pull that off? Like you just wear it and you just don't care. And who's going to question you?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's, you know? really good. That's, that's a great life hack.
1: Yeah, that's good. I, like, needed that today. Yes, exactly. (laughs) You just don't care. Just don't care. Yeah. That's – I think a lot of people need to learn that, including myself. I need to work on that. So that's a really good life hack. Mm
2: -hmm. Thank you. I mean, definitely care to an extent,
1: Mm -hmm. but not,
2: like, if someone's going to judge you, if that makes sense. Yeah. You shouldn't think negatively about, oh, this person's going to think
1: that or this. True. I think social media can like really control that, like how we, I don't know, it controls me sometimes. So sure. it a good I, thing too. and a dangerous thing, but it has a lot of power to it. But your social media is fire. So thank you. <laughs> you can definitely like see your personality through it, which I think is really important.
2: Cool. Thank you. It's like weird, I guess, like hearing someone say that because it's like yourself and like you don't realize what
1: it looks like to others.
2: I guess if yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
1: also sometimes you. like stalk my Instagram just to be like, I wonder right? what people are like, thinking when they see this. I do that too. I do that too. I stalk myself. I'm like, You're so vain. I'm like, wow. But it's fun to do that. I've had so much fun. I feel like I've learned a lot from you. And I think the listeners are going to really like you. And they're definitely going to follow you and buy your stuff. I think this has been such a good conversation.
2: Thank you. I had really fun, like, talking about it, answering y'all's
0: questions, and being a guest on y'all's podcast. Oh, you- I'm excited. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, stay tuned for next week's episode. We had so much fun recording, um, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys.